Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, everybody, it's Allison Kaczkowski. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I'm happy that you're joining me again on this Tuesday morning, as always. And I hope that wherever you are, you're doing something fun and positive for yourself. And I'm just glad that you're here with me on this ride. So today I have a fellow Aussie who is joining me from down under. Uh, her name is Magic Barkley. And if you've been following me for a while, I've been, I've really talked to some pretty amazing people in the functional health space. I've talked to some functional health practitioners, some functional nutrition practitioners. I've talked to a lot of health coaches. And I do that because I feel like everybody has their own story to tell. And with this being such a vast and diverse field, I feel like the more information and not necessarily strategies, but the more ways that we know that there are people out there that can help us, I think the more inclined we are to reach out and ask for help when we feel like we need it. Uh, Magic is the lead practitioner of Holistic Natural Healthcare, which, which is her own business, and she's in Victoria, Australia. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Absolutely. So, all righty. So before we jump into what we're going to chat about, I would love for you just to introduce yourself to my audience Tell my audience a little bit about you, your background, and, and what brought you into doing what you're doing now. Sure. Well, about, well, I want to say 20-something years ago when I was having kids, I knew something wasn't right with my body, and I was asking the doctors, and they were telling me, no, you know, you're just gaining weight, and it's okay. Once the babies are out, you'll be fine. Uh -huh. And the weight never went away. It just kept increasing. And my energy levels kept dropping. About 10 years ago, I was again alarmed and went back to the doctors and I was told I was making it up. I'm attention seeking. There's nothing wrong. And so about eight years ago, I found a doctor that actually listened to me and did some scans and some ultrasounds. And it turned out I had thyroid cancer that had escaped the thyroid and gone into my lymph nodes. Oh my goodness. So yeah. So this whole time I knew something was wrong. Uh, so I, I had some mainstream healthcare and I thought, great, now I'm on the mend. But things didn't change. So my energy was still low. I was still having depressive episodes. You know, I was still really anxious. There was a lot of things still going on. And so I took myself off to Bali for a health retreat Mm -hmm. raise some money to get there. So still to this day, I'm so grateful for all the people that helped me. Mm -hmm. And what I realized was I had no sense of self. Mm. I thought self-care was take a pampering day and look after yourself. Right. But self-care right. comes from within. It's not what you do externally. And that's part of what was missing in my life. You know, mm. it always, you know, when you get people say to you, oh, who are you? And you go, I'm a a wife and a mum and this and that, that's all I could do. I could never actually tell people who I was because I didn't know. Mm. So fast forward to 2017 and I had successfully turned around a lot of my health conditions and I realised that the answers that I was seeking, other people are seeking. 
So I started Holistic Natural Healthcare with one of my good friends. She's still a practitioner in the group. She's actually our counsellor. And we started looking at, you know, why are the answers not there? Uh Why did it take nearly 20-something years for me to get what I needed? Yeah. And so that's where the business was formed. And I threw myself into my studies. I made the decision that no one else would have to dig around like I did. Mm-hmm. There's a practitioner do that, to do that for you. And the holistic space is a great space. But as you said, there's nutrition and then it's this and there's yeah, that. Yeah, there's, well, there's a lot of different options there's a lot. available. Yeah. yeah. So we bring all that together with our practitioners and you know, I'm really happy to be able to offer a service that I wish I had over the past 20 something years. So that's who I am. I'm someone who's walked the walk, talks the talk. Am I super skinny? No. Do I need to be? No, because I'm the healthiest I've ever been in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm really happy and I know who I am and I know self-care begins within. No, I love that. I just feel like we cannot say that message enough. You know, there there's so much in society that, you know, that says that we have to live a certain way, that we have to look a certain way, that we have to do all the things. And if we don't do any of those things, then guess what? We're just not normal. Right. And so totally. Yeah. So I love that you're saying, you know, you have to know who you are and you have to own it and you have to recognize really what works for you. Totally. And I think, you know, I'm a I'm going to say it. I'm 50. (laughs) I'm a child of the 70s and 80s. And that was really the breeding ground of if you don't look like this, then this is what your life is going to look like. Yeah. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I adore the 80s. It was the best time ever. Mm -hmm. And I wish my kids could experience it. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, that's where the skinny body was elevated the tanned body here in Australia. If you weren't, you know, looking like the outside of an orange, you weren't sexy. And, you know, all of this came to be. And I think now in a world where people are so confused about who they are, it's because, well, part of the reason is because we've had this decades-long lead-up of you must look like a supermodel. No, I love that you're saying that. I just feel like, again, we just can't say this enough because they're, especially, you know, and I'm 55. So, and I was an, I I was a child of the seventies and eighties too. So I totally hear you when you're saying all of that, but I do think that there was a lot more emphasis then, Um, you know, the emphasis was really like introduced then and it's never really gone away. It's just been like another aspect of it. And I just think that we, as, especially as women practitioners, and business leaders, we have to be able, not just able, but we have to 100% believe that, look, this is not the only way that you can choose to do things. And it takes many of us saying that to, and to continue to get the message out. It does. And, mm-hmm. you know, I still experience that to this day. I have people say, oh, but you can't help me, you know, because you're still overweight. I may be bigger in size than I need to be, but as I said, I'm the healthiest I've ever been and I'm strong and I'm happy within myself. Yeah. But I find people still judge, you know, people still say, um, they'll look at myself and my bestie who's our counsellor and she's super, super, super skinny. 
but we've got different body types, different frames, different Yeah, you have to know what works for yeah. you, you know? I mean, but I grew people, up an athlete. Yeah. I was a swimmer and um and I've worked out all of my life, so I've, you know, I've always embraced the whole idea of, you know, eating well and moving your body and all of that and I'm fortunate in that I haven't had any health conditions that have made that difficult for me. But I will be the first to say that I work I've worked with hundreds of people in my career or that's not really been the case. And so I think it's not a one-size-fits-all approach. Exactly. And people look at the two of us and they say, oh, she must be healthier because she's skinny. Yeah. We often look at each other and we say, mm, yeah, that that's probably not how you should make that decision. Yeah. You know, so it, it's really quite funny that we still come across this. And well, I think- and I just think that too, to your point, I just think that, you know, it, we just have to keep, we have to just keep repeating ourselves because people, people ultimately follow people that they believe in, you know, it, it's up to us to inspire people to believe differently. And so, you know, if we have to continue to keep saying the same thing ad nauseum, you know, if you will, then, you know, I'm I'm okay with that because I believe 100% in my message, just like I'm sure you do in yours. And that's really what it takes to help start, not just start a movement, but help kind of change what other people believe too. Totally. And I think we really need to start looking at people as what's on the inside. What are yeah. their values? Yeah. How do they value themselves? Yeah. What do they stand for? What's the hill they're going to die on? Uh-huh. You know, that's an expression we have here in Australia. You know, yeah. what's your your golden values, your ultimate thing? And how do you treat other people? Yeah. And I think yeah. that is a lot more important than what you look like, your size of clothes that you wear, or what you do for a living, or how much money you have, or how much money you make. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. we really need to start valuing people as yeah. Yeah. entities, as beings. Totally. and. You know, that's where I say self-care starts within because yep. something I missed for a very long time was my sense of self. Is that so, what caused the illnesses? No. Did it contribute? Definitely. Yeah. So let's let's just let's let's take this one step further then for, for people out there who are because I, I really do think there are a lot of people in the world who are somewhat lost. And they may think they know who they are, but then they wake up one day and they're like, How did I get here? You know, how you know, what is next for me? What, what, what is, what's really available to me? You know, you take someone who wakes up and they're in their sixties or seventies, you know, they may think that ship has sailed. What do you say to that? It's never too late to be the person that you can be. Yes. I totally agree with you 100%. And I, again, we need to keep saying this as, as many times as we can. Definitely. So, and, you know, I see people come to my clinics now, well, we're online now, but, yeah. uh, you know, people come to the online clinic and they're in their 70s and they're like, I've got these health conditions, but is it too late for me to do something? Mm-hmm. No, it's yeah. never too late to feel great in your own body. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. I mean, I just think people need, we need it again. We need to just keep repeating it because, you know, it, it takes several times and it takes a village. You know, it takes a lot of people saying the same thing, right, for it to land with people. So what types of practitioners then do you have in your practice? I mean, the fact that you're online allows you to serve people worldwide, I'm assuming. But I'm assuming you also have like an in-person component. So that's what I would call a hybrid business model. 
Yeah, we actually dumped most of our in-person components. So we had two clinics in Melbourne, Australia. Mm -hmm. And, you know, during the past few years, things changed, landscape changed. Mm -hmm. People were too scared to come to the clinics. And so we just went, what are we doing? We're sitting here all day, not serving anyone to Uh, wait to serve someone. This has to be done a better way. So we went online. Um, we are one hundred percent remote now, unless it's something like lymphatic, sorry, like lymphatic drainage. Um, yeah, right. And then we can only hand select people that obviously we can get to easily. Yeah. Um, but most of it is online. We now teach people how to do their own lymphatic drainage, so mm-hmm. we can serve okay. people worldwide. We have counsellors. We have functional health practitioners. Uh, you know, we really roll everything into one. Oh, wow. I love that. So you're kind of like a one-stop shop then. Yes. Oh, I love it. Love it. So I know, you know, it, I know when, when we were, when we were trying to get this show scheduled, you have a very unique system that you help people with and that you talk about, and that is the PNEI system. Can we talk about that for a little bit? Sure. So this is something I learned uh, when I was reading a book called The when the body says no by Dr. Gabor Mate, he mentioned it. And I was like, wow, why haven't I heard of that? That makes so much sense. So I really did do a lot of study and a lot, a lot of rabbit holing on the subject. Uh-huh. And so it's the psychoneuroendoimmunology. And in particular, it relates to trauma, but it can relate to anything. And I'm just going to give you an example of how it works. I have a festival coming up. It's a 10,000 people festival, so I'm speaking twice at it. Wow. And if I wasn't accustomed to speaking, and this was my first time, the P and I would kick in and here's what it would look like. The P might be something like, you've never spoken to 10,000 people before. What makes you think you should be doing this? Ah. And so I might start thinking things feeling unsafe, my limbic system will kick in and it will start coming up with you're not worthy, who chose you, why me, all this kind of thing. And so what's going to happen is that's going to send messages. And so leading up to the festival, I might start getting some nerve pain. I might start getting some tingling in my hands and feet. I might start getting headaches, right? So this is the end. This is the nervous system responding to what the limbic system, the P said, and so it's going to try to keep me safe, okay? Uh But I'm going to ignore that because, you know, an opportunity to talk to 10,000 people doesn't always come along. Totally. So I might keep preparing for this festival and then E will kick in the endocrine system. What that might look like is leading up to the festival, I might start feeling dizzy, start sweating, getting hot flashes, some nausea that I can't explain, fatigue, and again, that's my endocrine system getting the message from the P and from the N, and it's saying, I need to keep you safe. Now, mm-hmm. say it's the day before the festival, mm-hmm. and I've ignored all of these warnings. And so I wake up the day before, and yep. my head's full up of a cold, and I can't see my eyes are watering, my nose is running like a tap, I feel like I've got a scratch in my throat, And I go, great, of all times to get a head cold. This is terrific. 
But what that is, is that's the I, that's the immune system coming in. And it's going, you ignored the P warning, you ignored the N warning, and then the E warning, I need to stop you to keep you safe. So now I'm going to make you have to go to bed to get rid of this head cold because I don't think tomorrow's safe. Ah. Now, how all that can be avoided is the opportunity could come up and I could say, well, I've never spoken to 10,000 people before. Hmm, it's making me a little bit nervous. But you know what? Look at the great opportunities. And I've worked so hard and there's a reason why Mm -hmm. I was asked to speak at the festival. Uh So then I can start building myself up and I can start saying to myself, you know, you've got all this great knowledge and people need to hear your story and you've got this and it's perfectly safe for you to be speaking at the festival. So there's, I could let the PNEI run rampant or there's some ways that I can lift myself up to stop it happening. Now what we find with, so that's an acute trauma, Uh what we find with chronic trauma is things from your childhood, they don't stop. History doesn't change. It's always there, but it's how you react to it. Yep, absolutely. What we find is, you know, clients come to us and they'll say, I was walking down the street and I smelt something and all of a sudden I was in tears and my body was aching and I don't know what was wrong with me. Well, that's your PNEI kicking in from a memory. And so it can be from a scent, it can be from a word, it can be mm-hmm. from, you know, one of those deja vu moments, you drive down the street and you're like, I've been here before and all yep. of a sudden you don't feel well. Yeah, or you just get so, that feeling like something's coming, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or it could be being around certain people or it could be, you know, being in a place or it could be some words that are said, a phrase or something that takes you back to something that happened when you were two, three, four, whatever. So what we do is we work with people with the PNEI system. We support all of the systems of the body that we know love to work together. And so we stop that happening. And this is where our counselling comes in. This is where the functional health services come in because there's always a trigger. And so with the PNEI, there's usually something that started Either the inflammatory cascade or the right. hormonal cascade. Right. Right. We look at what started it and why is the PNEI kicking in? Mm-hmm. That's interesting because I feel like, and I love how you guys kind of use the festival as an analogy because I feel like, you know, every day we could be running ourselves through this process, right? With the, with the, you know, instances that we get ourselves involved in, whether it's a conflict or whether it's something positive that's happening for us or, you know, something that we're not expecting, um, you know, what I'm really deducing from everything, not everything, but a lot of what you said is that when it comes down to it, it really all starts with how we react to it, which is really the root cause of, of why, you know, not, I want to say the root cause, but why stress management is so key in helping us manage a number of different health disparities, because stress is really our interpretation, right? It's how we react it's our thought process that kind of you know starts this whole process in in motion. Totally, and you know what? It's great being an adult and being yep. able to identify yep. that this is happening. But when you've had something happen to you when you're a child, uh-huh. you don't know what it is, yep. so you lock it away, you know, into the storage banks in your mind, and it pops up later. Yeah, and so it's really a matter of 
understanding that not everything is your fault because we've been told, you know, especially in the allopathic medical model, been told for decades everything's our fault. Right, right. If it's not, then it's idiopathic. It's of no known cause. Mm -hmm. But it's not your fault. Mm -hmm. You know, what happened to you is not your fault. You didn't ask for this. You didn't say, bring it on and screw up my life later. Yeah. You know, it's just something that happened and we need to be quite matter of fact about it and say, well, that was then and this is now and what can we do about it? Yeah. Because I think we've just... Sorry, go ahead. That's right. I think we've just learned, mm-hmm. whether it's subliminally or not, we've learned over time always blame ourselves. Yeah. Well, we're also, I think, taught and conditioned to believe that there is that there's something outside of us that causes things too. Now, to your point, you know, there's, you know, it's not our fault, you know, to a large degree when things happen to us when we're younger. I mean, that's what, you know, we would call like a circumstance or something that's presented itself early in our life. And and we kind of lock that away in our memory bank, as you say. But I also think that, you know, we're conditioned to believe that, you know, that we we really can't do it on our own, right? That we can't, that we have to, you know, hire a guru or go see the specialist or or whatever. And it's like, you know, as far, and I just bring this up because of what you shared with your personal story is that, you know, we, we have to be okay with getting to know who we are and loving ourselves in spite of that, right? Totally. So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook, and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. Yeah. And, you know, I think we just haven't had that education. Yeah. You know, you go to school and you learn to read and you learn to write and you learn your maths and, you know, all your core subjects. But where's the lesson that says get to know yourself? Where's the lesson that says you're okay? No matter what happens in your life, you're okay and you're a great person. We're not taught how to be great people. We're taught to be competitive. Yeah. You know, we're taught to win at all costs on the sports field or we're taught to win at all costs in an exam. You know, you're you're right and you're great if you get an A. Yeah, everything has strings. If you get an F, you're a lesser person. Yeah. But there's no lesson that says, do you know what, maybe you got an F because you were having a bad day and maybe because you weren't looking within yourself and, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you were tired and whatever, you couldn't study or something happened or your 
family life meant that you had to go and work at Burger King or whatever instead of studying. Yeah. yeah. There's no lesson that says, you know, you need to look at who you are and you're great no matter what the grade is. Yeah, there's there's just there's not enough focus, I don't think, on having us accept ourselves the way that we are and and you know, not look for validation from other people. I mean, to your point, we we have to look inside. We have to be our our biggest fan. You know, we have to 100% yeah. have our own backs too with, you know, any decision that we make, good or bad. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, going into adulthood, mm-hmm. this is something that we lack. Mm-hmm. But if we look at any other animal in the world, they don't lack mm-hmm. this. Yeah. They know who they are. A cat yeah. knows it's a cat and it needs to hunt and it needs to care for its family. They know. Yeah, and they operate on instinct a lot too. Which totally. I, I don't not know necessarily that we really can we really trust our instincts a lot. I feel like, you know, especially as we get older, you know, we we're so in the habit of second guessing ourselves that I think we miss out on an opportunity to really develop that inner trust, which really is a huge asset and meta skill if you can really learn to dial that in and develop it early on. Yeah, totally. And so I raised my sons to know who they are, you know, and I've said to them, if you don't feel like you should be doing something, give me some good reasons just so I know you're not trying to get out of it. Yeah, right. And we won't do it. Well, I think a lot of people are afraid of failing because we're conditioned to believe that if we do something and we don't do it, you know, we don't knock it out of the park or we don't, you know, perform, you know, at a high level that that's not really important and worth remembering. And, you know, what I say to that, I mean, I just think that that's just a a pile of, you know, what, you know, I just feel like, you know, there's always things that we learn about ourselves. So there's never an opportunity to fail unless that's just the way we want to, the way we want to frame it. Totally. And, you know, I was in sport before I had my kids mm-hmm. and I still have that must win. If I don't win, yeah, then I didn't win, you know, yeah. like, yeah. but my kids, we actually do a sport every week together. And so my kids will be like, it's okay that we didn't win. Did you have fun, mum? I'm like, oh. Yeah, I did. It was a really good night. I was with you guys and we had fun. We were doing a sport. It's a bit of a nerdy sport. We do LARP. Uh-huh. Right. You know, right. they'll be like, you. did your character live? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, my character died a few times. But, Jay, you know, it was okay. I was alive at the end. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, that's all that matters. Yeah. And so even they remind me it's not all about winning. Yeah. But how did you like the game? Did you Yeah, have and that's fun? a learned skill though that I think we have to we have to consistently remind people that that and that it's okay to keep upskilling yourself in that area too. You know, totally. I, I don't know necessarily that people are born believing that. I think it's really up to us to as practitioners and business owners and leaders to remind people that they've always got that opportunity in front of them. Totally. And yeah. you know, so clients will come to me and they'll be like, "Tell me what to do." Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm actually going to teach you why to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what to do. They'll come to me and they'll say, what about this supplement? Should I be taking it? we are like, well, you've done your own research on it. So tell me all the reasons why you think you should take it. Yeah. And they'll tell me and I'll go, okay, do you think those apply to you? And they'll say, but you're the practitioner. Yeah. They yeah, I'm here they to want, guide want, you. We want to look to other people to tell us. Exactly. I'm here to guide you. I'm not here to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. And look, if if 
if people trusted themselves and their instincts more, you know, I'm not saying they still wouldn't seek out advice, but I think they they wouldn't do this. Well, what do you think? Well, you know, I'm asking you, what do you think? I need you to tell me what to do. Whatever happened to us just deciding for ourselves? Exactly. And so, right. you know, someone will come to me and they'll say, I want to take this. And they'll go, there's a reason why I didn't suggest it earlier because it's not part of your protocol because we're treating X, Y, Z and this treats ABC. Yeah. yeah. So maybe just, you know, try it, see how you go. You're probably not going to feel great on it. I'm not going to say don't take it because you obviously want to try yeah. it. So try yeah. it. Yeah, I think one of the, the the best things that we can do for our clients and for people that we come in contact with, people that we talk to is, you know, number one, make them feel seen and heard, right? And And hold space. But number two, really help empower them to make the best decisions for them. Um, I feel like this is an area that is sorely lacking in healthcare right now because to a large degree, at least in the United States, you know, um, you know, you know, doctors and healthcare practitioners are really beholden more to insurance companies than they are to saying, this is what I really think is the best thing for you. You know, instead they're saying, well, this is what your insurance will cover. And this is what I'm, you know, what I what I'm recommending that we do. You know, and it it it's 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 just it's just, it's unfortunate because I feel like you do have to be your own advocate. Totally. So here we don't have the insurance thing like mm -hmm. you guys do. Yeah. We have, you know, public health and then we have insurance, but right. it's not a matter of the more you pay, the more you get heard. Right. But what we do have here, you also have there. And I'm just going to say that there's some large companies mm -hmm. that make products and they pull the strings of yeah. doctors and healthcare oh, yeah. That's always, I, I don't know that that's ever really going to go away. I think it's just the public, what drives a private market, you know, in the U.S. is, you know, a consumer behavior. You know, if if, if a, someone decides that, you know, this particular product isn't, you know, good for me, I'm just not going to buy it anymore. And if enough people do that, then that company will have to do something else, right? So I um, would like to say that would kick in in current times. I I really do hold out yeah. hope that does happen. Yeah. But you know, it really does come down to each individual person going. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of red flags with this product. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't take it. Yeah. So let me just ask you real quick before we wrap up. Why do you think people? Why do you think people really are unsure about what to do for themselves? I mean, and to your point, I think it really comes from. You know, there's a large degree that they're, maybe they're not aware that they have that skill inside of them, that they can do it. Why do you think that is? I think, you know, there's just been decades of being taught that you don't know anything about yourself mm -hmm. and you're the person that has to live in your body. So I'm just going to say to the listeners, you can have all the practitioners, doctors, gurus, whoever talking to you, but you're the one that lives in your body. You know, people come to our clinics online and we give them protocols and we help them through them, but we're not there 24-7. Yeah. yeah. So you're the one that has yeah. to deal with it. You're the one that has to apply it. Don't keep paying people for programs that you're not going to use. Well, and, you know, nobody knows your body like you do. I tell my clients that all the time. You know your body better than I do. So, you know, it's your responsibility when something's not right to listen to it, number one. And number two, to if I'm working with you, then, you know, make me aware of that. 
you know, and then, you know, I like you say, I can guide you, but ultimately you're the best judge for your own body. Oh, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. So let's say someone out there, there's more than one person listening, obviously, but I know there's a lot of people listening to this that I know this is resonating with. Um, And hopefully for some people, maybe this message is coming right on Tom. What advice do you have for people listening who can start today, who can get on the path to doing something better for themselves today? Wow. One piece of advice. Okay. So it could be a couple of tips or whatever, just (laughs) something simple. So the first thing would be look within. Mm-hmm. You are your guru. And I think, was it Tony Robbins said that, I think, a while ago? Yeah. But it's very true because you are. You are the one that lives within your body. You are the one that is capable of doing great things. So start there. The second thing would be know who you are and whether you need you know, our counsellor or one of our practitioners to help you with that. We're not going to give you the answers. We're going to help you draw it out of yourself. But know who you are because you're a great person Mm -hmm. inside and out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what do you stand for? And I guess the final thing there would be how do you affect other people? You know, if you're a great person and you're solid within yourself, you're going to emanate that to other people and you're going to inspire other people Mm -hmm. to be great. Mm-hmm. But if you're behaving like a shit person to other mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. that's what you're going to encourage. Yeah, and that's what you're going to get back too. And that's what you're going to get back, and you're going to think, why is everyone so mean to me? Yeah, why doesn't anyone talk to me at the party? Maybe because you're just letting them know, don't talk to me. Yeah, you know, maybe it's your mannerisms, maybe it's the way you're speaking, maybe it's the way you're feeling about yourself. Well, I'm generally not speaking, blaming at all. What what we what happens in our lives, generally speaking, is a product of what we believe too. So if we want to change what's yep. in our life, we have to look at what we're believing about ourselves and about what's possible. Exactly. So we're not victim blaming here, yeah, but what exactly. we're saying is if you want to have better, do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and be better, right? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So Magic, where can people find you if they want to connect with you? Okay, so we are worldwide practitioners now, and so you can find us at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. So we are based in Australia, and it's holistic with a W because we treat with holism instead of reductionism, and holism is treating all of the systems of the body, including the PNEI pathway, and really getting to the root cause. Mm-hmm. So holisticnaturalhealth.au. Holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. .com.au. Got you. Okay. I just missed that last little part. .com.au, right? Yep. Okay. And I'm assuming, are you guys on social media as well? We are. So we're also on Facebook, Holistic Natural Health Australia, and on Instagram, Holistic Natural Health. We're also on LinkedIn, Holistic Natural Health. And we have a podcast as well. So jump yeah, I forgot onto the to website. mention that, that you're a fellow podcast host. What's the name <laughs> yeah. of your show? So it's uh, A Magical Life, Health, Wealth, and Weight Loss. And everything is on our website. So all the links to that are there, links to our socials, and a link to our root cause analysis, which is our free service for anyone worldwide. Oh, I love that. I love that. Such good stuff. Such These are all just, you know, just 
I love the work you're doing in the world. You're 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 helping people find the root cause, but you're really helping to empower them become the best version of themselves. And that you really can't put a price tag on that. So I just think that's pretty amazing. So good for you. Thank you. Thank you for being my guest today. I appreciate you making time. Been my pleasure. And so folks out there listening, if you want to connect with Magic and learn more about what she does and her amazing holistic health practice, which is available worldwide. So no matter where you live, you can access her work at holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. You'll find that link in the show notes. Um, And you can go to her website and check out her podcast um, and connect with her on social media as well. Um, And if you are looking for a new home in social media community where you can, you know, come and mingle with some like-minded people, I would love to invite you to come and join my community, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. We're on Facebook. Um, All through, we're recording this in the spring. And we're really making a point to kind of change this whole timing thing throughout the year that there's like this perfect time to make a behavior change. You know, what we want to always try to encourage you to do here at CU Fitness is that you can make the change any day that you want. And really what it comes down to is how are you doing you? So if there's something in your life that's not working for you, um, look at the decisions you're making around yourself, your self-care and how you're taking care of yourself. Because everything as we talk, as Magic and I talked about, that you see in your life is a reflection of what you believe. So if you want to change any of that, it starts with you. It starts with looking in the mirror. Um, thank you so much again for all of your support of me and this of this show. We're heard all over the world. This is how I'm able to connect with people like Magic and other countries. It's because uh, we're visible and we're seen and we're heard worldwide. And we reach more and more people every single week. And it's because of people like you who continually listen and share their feedback and review us and share episodes with friends. If you know somebody that you think really needs to hear this episode, please just copy the link and send it to them as a free gift from me. You can do that by going to my website at www.theallisonk.com and click the podcast tab, and you can just copy the link right there. Or if you like, you're welcome to reach out to me. You can connect with me directly from my site. Um, You can email me directly and say, hey, I really want to share this episode with a friend or a business colleague or somebody that you think really needs to hear it, um, and I'll take care of it for you. Um, And if you're feeling so inclined, please leave us a review. You can do that on any major podcast platform of your choice, wherever it is that you're listening to us. And if you screenshot your review and send it to us, we will send you a small gift as a token of my appreciation because I know how valuable your time is, and I'm grateful that you take some of your valuable time every week and follow me and listen to whatever amazing guest and I are having a conversation at that time. This is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey in Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one. Mm-hmm.